With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We're here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Now, there's been reports. Could the Knights lose Daniel Saifidi and Jaden Braley? Reports emerged this week suggesting the Knights were reportedly looking at moving on Daniel Saifidi and Jaden Braley. The Knights were reportedly looking to move Saifidi on earlier in the year to free up salary cap space, with his salary reportedly around 880 k The Knights were looking to move on from Braley due to the rise of Phoenix Crossland in his recent east, uh, well, the rise of Phoenix Crossland and Braley's recent injury history. He has only played 13 games in the past two seasons due to a torn Achilles and torn ACL. The Dragons were reportedly considering making a play for Jaden Brantley, but Dra- Braley, but Dragons coach Shane Flanagan has now shut down those rumours. I don't know whether someone has seen me with him or something like that, and they've put two and two together, but he's on contract at the Knights. I'd love to have a player like Jaden, but he's on contract, and we'll leave it at that. I mean, I don't. that doesn't sound mm. like a bloke that's shutting down the rumours. sounds like a bloke that's keen as mustard. He's just under contract. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Smithy, yeah, about both these just, players? They, they just spin it, don't they, the mm. coaches? If they want to cover something up, they just say whatever. Um, yeah, look, I, I guess out of those two players, you know, with the reports around these um, Newcastle Knights players, I guess, you know, Jaden Braley, you can understand, given, you know, the injuries that he has sustained over the last couple of years, um, one ACL and one ruptured Achilles, I think it was. Um, so he has spent a, a fair bit of time away from, um, you know, the, the game. And, of course, you know, you just mentioned before, camping, you know, Phoenix Crossland, I think, has sort of jumped out of um, the picture for them and said, well, this guy can actually play a, a fair bit of nine and he can play that role really well. Um, I don't think he would be on the same sort of salary as Braley either, so that'd be save a bit of cap space for him. Um, the one I was a little bit surprised by was Daniel Saifiti. Um, I, I actually rate him as as a player. I really do. And if you're looking, um, if you're looking at some of the stats that are available um, to to everyone, the general public, I, he actually outplayed his brother slightly this year, mm. um, Jacob. So um, you know, he played in, he played one more game than than Jacob. Um, he averaged more meters um, per game as well. So. Um, I'm not too sure what those reasons would be for Kempi you know, to move Daniel on. I think it's a price tag. And look, these reportedly price tags, you don't know whether they're accurate or not. I think that, mm. look, if, if Daniel is on 880K, I, I, uh, like... Yeah, it's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a front rower that is good, has been good, and there's heaps of potential there. And I do believe he has the potential to fulfill that 880K. Um, but... That's a lot of cash for a front row. I mean, I, if if Payne Hass is on, let's say, 120 grand more, so a million, and he's only just mm. re-signed, mm. so that's only been recent. Whereas I'd assume Saifidi re-signed maybe last year or the year before. You, you'd have to say that Saifidi, uh, sorry, Hass is probably worth more than 120k more than Saifidi right now in in their mm. impact on games. Um, so it's it's really hard to make a judgment on because if he's not on 880 and it's just been put out there to put pressure on him. 
then that's really unfair. If he's on six, 700K, then I think that's actually fair for a, a front rower that, you know, can mix it with the best of them. He's relatively young. I think he's still only 24 or so. Uh, yeah. Got a bright future in the game. So it, it really just depends on how much he's on, to be fair. Yeah. And and so are they freeing up cap space because what they just they, they feel as though they need to go and buy another player or a different yeah. player or it has to be? Well, I guess, and look, I, I know Knights fans hate when I talk about this and I apologize, but it is relevant to the conversation. Mm. It, it It is surprising to hear this now when they traded under 19 New South Wales front rower for Lockie Miller at the start of the year. Mm. And so it's not like their front row stocks are just stacked where they've just got, and, and look, what are we spoken about all year, Smithy? Big yep. men are hard to find. Hard to find, mate. Mm. Yep. Hard I mean, to find. And most of them at the moment, they're either locked away. Um, well, most of them are locked away for, for several years because they are so hard to find. So clubs that do have them, they're, they're locking them down for, you know, two, three seasons. Um, and you just, you need them in the modern game. You need the big men. You need the big men to, you know, create momentum and, and allow, you know, your dummy halves to get out and, and get your you know team, your attack rolling forward down the field, putting defense under pressure. So, um, yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a strange one, this one. Like I said before, the, the Braley one I can understand, but Saifiti, um, you know, given, you know, his performances this year, I think, um, well, look, it, it, as you said, mate. Like, if 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 the salary is what it's reported to be, then that oh, that is, <laughs> it's quite a big salary. There's no doubt. Um, you know, is there a possibility to renegotiate? I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. Do they or do they have to actually move him on to free up that cap space? I don't know. But yeah, he's a he's a fair player to be letting go. Now, I I didn't want to get into it, Smithy, because they're your boys. But mm-hmm. when I saw that, I was like, uh, if there's mm-hmm. one club that A could get the best out of him. And B needs a needs a big fella. Yep, it's the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, I reckon you're right, Kempy. Mm. Well, we spoke about before. There's no losses, but no gains either for Melbourne. So, um, well, Tarek Sims, he just he knocked back a 12 month deal. Okay. With with Melbourne Storm, um, he's indicated that he is looking at going overseas. I think I I seen a report during the earlier in the week that that had happened. So. Um, I'm not too sure whether they've got 800 though. Well, front rower. there were reports they were chasing Tino. So maybe they've got that yeah, money from the true. Tino situation. That's true. There might be, yeah, there might be a little bit there left that they were putting away, like a bit of a war chest for Tino to get Tino back. Mm. Um, you might be right. They, they could be. So the, the money that I guess Sims was taking up, plus a little bit saved in the bank for, you know, well, that talk again about, you know, trying to entice Tino to come back to Melbourne, that might be enough. That might be enough. And and if, I guess if Newcastle move him on, whatever team picks up Saifidi, they don't have to pay full freight anyway, do yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. It'll only have to be a percentage of it. So maybe that might be, that, that might be a win-win for both parties if he was able to find himself down at the Melbourne Storm for 12 months at least. Well, I mean, imagine this. At most, if you're the Storm, you go, look, sure, they'll negotiate it and they'll try and be as little as possible. Maybe they start at 400. But if you landed Saifidi for 600K in your cap, I think that's a massive win in the Storm yeah. cap, in the storm system. Yeah. And I reckon um, I reckon with that sort of when teams are looking to offload, right? So say Newcastle looking to offload Saifidi, I reckon you can pick him up for even cheaper. 
Yeah, potentially. Clubs, clubs could just say, yeah, look, listen, we'll, we'll take him off your hands, but mm. we're only paying half of his salary. Yeah. Oh, I mean, far out. If there's one guy, because I, oh, I think wow. Saifidi, <laughs> both Saifidi brothers, and what I love about them as players is, okay, maybe they haven't fully reached their potential just yet, but they mm. have both proven at the top level that they can mix it with the best of when they played yes. Origin. And that's, that's right. what's special about them. If you've got them in a Melbourne Storm system, away from everything, you know, we know what Bellamy can do. Geez, mm. that turns that roster around really quickly. Because all of a sudden, you've got a forward pack of Nelson, Saifidi, Katoa, Walsh, Kamakamitha. It starts to come together quite quickly with a guy as big as Saifidi in that forward pack. It's like the, literally the mm. perfect guy that you would need. Yeah. And like you said, head coach Craig Bellamy, but then working alongside guys like uh, Ryan Hinchcliffe, and Jason Riles as mentors, like with that board pack, I think, um, yeah, you might be on to something there, Kempi. Okay. Now, speaking of big fellas, Titans lock up a Fodder Waker. Gold Coast Titans confirmed the re-signing of Ford until 2027. Since debut in 2018, 23-year-old, still only 23 years old, yes, has played 121 <laughs> games, six games for Queensland, also claimed his second Paul Broughton medal uh, as Titans' best player this season. With the Titans now locking up for Fida, Tino, and Fodawaka long term, they've also signed Palacia for next year. Mm. Are you expecting them uh, in 2024? Where are you expecting them to finish after finishing uh, 14th this year? Well, I had them top six this year. Mm. Top six, Kempi. And if you look at their season um, throughout, like they they really they blew a handful of games where they, they should have won it. Yeah. Particularly that one to the Dolphins where they were up by 24 points to nil and they got beat 26-24, I think it was, at Suncorp Stadium. That, um, yeah, those matches, I'm sure I'm sure they would have had nightmares, surely. Oh, <laughs> Going to bed that night after losing those games where you think that's you've lost the unlosable game, surely they've woken up in the middle of the night just having nightmares. Mm. But, you know, they're a better side than what they finished this year. They're, they're most definitely a better side than that. And, um, you know, they were still in the hunt. Like, they were, it was going to be very unlikely, but they were still in the hunt with a couple of weeks to go. They just needed results to go their, their way. They didn't in the end, and they missed out. But they, they, they've, got a, they've got a good side. They've got a very good side. They had to contend with a, um, the changing of coaches this year as well. Um, Justin Holbrook being relieved of his duties pretty much halfway through the season, I think it was. Um, so there's no doubt that they're going to have um, a better go at it next year, I reckon. Desi Hasler coming on board as head coach. He'll he'll have some plans in place. And he'll bring what he will bring, and not saying that they, they didn't have this before, but what I know Des will bring will be a very hard edge. If you look at any of the teams that he's coached in the past with, you know, the successful Manly sides, the successful Canterbury sides, they were they had a very hard edge about them mm. where, you know, they, when it got to those situations in those games where things needed to be done to secure a victory and, and, you know, get them over the line, those players and those teams got it done more times than not. Yeah. So I think he's going to be a huge benefit to them. And, and locking up Big Moe, Fodawaka, fantastic, fantastic. Mate, I'm really excited for the Titans. I really like what they're building there. Uh, I think that their roster is genuinely becoming a top eight roster, especially that forward pack. I, I cannot wait to see this forward pack playing all together. I think Palacia just rounds it out perfectly. Now we're going to head to a break. After the break, we share a rising star in the NRL. Thanks to Bailey Ladders.